What would motivate Judas to betray the Son of God? Theories abound. Many reconstruct a supposed political radicalism in Judas. Perhaps he was disenchanted by Christ's nonviolence. Uh, Judas, we might imagine, had been hoping for an uprising and he was so disappointed by Christ's way of peace that he sold him out. You know, that's a fascinating theory, but it's both groundless and redundant. The Bible tells us exactly why Judas betrayed Jesus. Matthew chapter 26 from verse 14. Matthew 26 from verse 14. Then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and asked, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? So they counted out for him 30 silver coins, 30 pieces of silver. From that time on, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over. Judas loved money. John chapter 12 verse 6 puts it starkly, Judas was a thief. If that doesn't sound sensational enough as a motive, perhaps we have misunderstood Christ's teaching on money. According to Jesus, we either serve God or money. It's God or mammon. Unless we look to the living God, we will trust in the resources of this world. So if anyone is going to betray the Son of God, money is the most obvious motive, actually. And it's the one we're told about here in the Bible. Judas betrays Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. But why this amount? Why 30 pieces of silver? Well, that amount crops up a couple of times in the Old Testament, and it evokes a number of different connotations. In Exodus 21, there are rules concerning the keeping of dangerous animals. If you have been negligent and you've let out your own ox, and that ox then kills a servant, then you, the owner of the beast, are liable. Your own life is forfeit at this stage. You ought to die, but you can ransom yourself from death by paying a price. You guessed what the price is. It's 30 pieces of silver. When you pay 30 pieces of silver, you, the guilty one, are redeemed and the servant is valued. Many centuries later, Zechariah the prophet is bringing the word of the Lord to the people and the people pay him for his words. What do they pay him? They pay him 30 pieces of silver. But the Lord takes this personally. With great irony, he calls it the handsome price at which they valued me in Zechariah 11 verse 13. The Lord doesn't seem to think that this is a great price to pay um, for the prophets or for himself, really. And the Lord tells Zechariah to throw the 30 pieces of silver to the potter in the temple. Well, who is the potter in the temple? Well, perhaps we should think of the potter with a capital P. The potter in the temple, we are the clay, he is the potter. The, temp the potter in the temple is God himself. And it seems like he values the prophets when no one else does. He accepts the 30 pieces of silver and values Zechariah when nobody else seems to. So what does 30 pieces of silver signify? According to Exodus, it's the value placed on a servant's life. If a servant is slain at the hands of a beast... 30 pieces of silver is the ransom price that saves the guilty. So who is Jesus? He's the servant of the Lord, and he was slain at the hands of the beast, and his death is the ransom price for many. Jesus is also like Zechariah. He's a prophet of the Lord, and 30 pieces of silver is such a paltry price to value him at. Never mind, the potter values him. God receives Jesus and his sacrifice, even if Judas and all Israel despise it. All this teaches us to properly value Jesus. He is truly the servant of the Lord, the prophet of the Lord, the ransom payment who frees us from death. And we must learn to prize him rightly. As 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 18 urges us, 
know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers, but know that you were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He is so much more precious than 30 pieces of silver.